Thin Tales, next chapter. We arrive in Sandshade after a training, after a week of training. With, with uh, thoughts of what we will, what we'll learn here, we we get a room for a night and discuss what our next plans are. Most of it is just learning more about Castor and his family, and maybe see, seeing if we can research more about the remnants and other other things of the like. Um, uh, and the, at the morning, we go uh, to talk with the innkeeper, who has information about Castor's family. We go out out of town and find it find that his mother has been laid to rest not but a week prior. His father has left, so unfortunately the answers that Castor was seeking are, are still unanswered. Listo and I try to uh, lift his spirits up and just let him know that he's not alone. After that, we do a little bit of shopping where I, I gain the scroll for Mei-chan to help me play again. And then we go to the to the library to learn more about the remnants, Glisto's vampirism, and Zalem. Hi everybody, I'm Corey, I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm here with the group. Say hi everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. So a lot of new firsts, some new microphones. Uh, if we sound off, we apologize. I got a fresh microphone. I think, you know, uh, Dust, you got a fresh microphone. As uh, so people are working with the new builds and setups. Rodeo, you got a new microphone, I think? No. Oh. I've had mine for... i a new one for a little while. I've had mine for oh. ages. Okay. So uh, we had that lovely recap. Um, let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start with Alex. Oh, I'm first. Okay, hi, I'm Alex, and I am playing Callisto, your tiefling vampire druid. Zer? Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Zareth, the human monk of the old light. Jace? Hi, I'm Jace. I'm playing Caustic, the human keeper of memories. Dust? Hello, I am Dust. I'll be playing Thin the Bardlock. And last but not least, Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo, and I play Caster, your grave cleric Asimar. So, we've went through a lot so far, right? So we've covered, uh, we've, we've, we've gone to the grave, we, we've met Caster's mother, um, we went through town, we, we kind of got a couple of items, a lot of information. We started with a huge, um, well, not started. We ended with a huge burst of, of information from some really good sources. Now, we didn't get to somebody last game who was uh, Finn reading through his books. So what I want to do is I want to start up with him in the library. We're probably going to set this time from when... Um, Zareth was speaking to Arwen. 
Um, just to kind of give a little bit of a, a time frame of when exactly this was happening. Um, so yeah, uh, Finn starts off. Well, for, first off, he was not sitting near anybody. He was kind of off in the far corner, looking at looking through the book about Dragon's Rest, but really not focusing on it. His mind had has been wandering to the different things of late. So I, I don't think he really learned too much from it. All right. Um, so what exactly information-wise, because uh, we'll, we'll run this like we did with everyone else, what information are you trying to gather through your studies today? Is there any mention of the of the liar that, that what he was told was there? Is, like, what exactly else is there? And are there any, like, people staying, like, living there? Where? Uh, Dragon's uh, Rest? Dragon, you mean? Yeah. Okay, so... It, it's gonna go on to say it's hard to say what is in the collection. Mm-hmm. Um, Hergist is... or was... Uh, very protective of his loot. Um, and I don't mean that by instrument. I mean just straight up gold, items, magic. It's said that he has items so old they're close to from the dawn of time. He is nearly one of the oldest dragons in history. But it also means that he slumbers the most. Um, in order to keep himself going, he has years of wake and years of sleep. So he keeps his his stuff very close to his chest. Um, There are magical instruments in his collection. However, because he is like this, they can't really go into depth of what ones he has. They can only speculate that there is uh, about two lutes, a drum, three flutes, a pipe, a harp and a piano in his collection. All that is still speculation. Um, He doesn't really allow people to see them. Um, I think it said that the last person that tried did not gain his favor and was quickly shunned from Tarnished uh, because it broke the treaty with him. And the town didn't want anything to do with that. Okay. Um, Is he the only creature that's at Dragon's Rest? Um... Probably, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you're going to find small things like moles and, and, you know, maybe some ants and insects or, or, you know, a rabbit close by. But he's the only sentient uh, kind of creature that lives up in Hergus Rests. Um, Because Dragon's Rest was originally Hergus's nest. Um, But as of recently, Hergus has passed away. 
which is kind of creating a void. Um, and the worst situation is, is that a lot of the books say that he trapped his dungeon pretty damn well. Does it say what killed Hergus? No, actually. Um, people are still speculating on that. It's not even in the book. Um, but it's been probably known within the past two to three years that Hergus was killed. Interesting. Alright, after reading that, he'll just he'll send a like a quick message to like Dagon just the other he'd just say the other half of the puzzle wouldn't have to be here in Dragon Terrest, would it? No. Eh, it couldn't have been that simple, but I had to ask. And after that, he would just he would put up the book and just probably wait outside for everybody else. Uh, so there's no information you want other than that. None that I can I can really think of at this point in time. Okay, so a letter from Anastage will arrive while you're waiting. Okay. Um, it's basically going to state because I've I've read over a copy of what you wrote. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I'm still writing back to you. There's nothing that's going to stop me. If I get in trouble, I get in trouble. I feel like that's my own decision. I'm sorry to hear about your hand. Um, I hope that you eventually find a way to play. If you're somewhere over near Sandshade, I know there's an auto mail maker. Other than that, I hope it's not too painful. Everything's going fine here. My father was taken to the main capital about three days ago for questioning. So for now, I'm home alone. Hope all is well, Anastasia. Uh, that's good to know, and may have a re- may have to need to see about the, this auto mail. But I'll wait till everybody else gets done before I bring it up. All right, so um, throughout this, I think now might be a good time, considering the timeline, like during that whole bit, Zared was conversing with Arwen, and now it's time to get back to business. So after helping everybody with the research, and by helping, I mean kind of just like translating desert old desert script and finding the sections where they want to research their books, etc., um, Zara is going to unfurl the scrolls that he had previously laid down on the, the table, the scrolls that um, the priestess Kiara from Alvaraza gave him. And he is going to put paperweights on all the corners. I imagine that there's like a bunch of different scrolls in different sizes, so it's like tucking papers under corners of other papers. And, and he's just going to look at uh, what she's given him because he has no idea even what the subject matter of, of this scrolls are what they're about only that they might somehow pertain to the floating rocks of the temple what they seek uh, possibly something on his own he really doesn't know 
He's got his yarn and push pins ready for his conspiracy theories. So you you unfurl this page, you uh, put something on each corner, you, you take a look at it. There. So so far, there is a bit of of some general information, right? It goes over not Zalem, right, but Lord Vagrant. Um, he dropped off the face of the earth. Um, it was speculated that he was taken over by a demon. However, returning back to town, there was some stuff that went down. He fought the accusations. And with the right amount of information and showing that there was enough amount of magic on the source material to prove his innocence, he reclaimed his title. Um... They apparently also caught some of the slavers, a um, few of the smaller people, and uh, used more than less savory ways of communicating with them to get information from them to eventually find out that they had no idea that Lord Vagrant was even part of their situation. Um, they hadn't come to Fertosum, or in any ways, that's what they say. Uh, besides that night to collect the princess. Um, they actually note you guys as being not part of the situation, but being in the general vicinity and, and kind of in a dark area that is unknown to where you were adjacent to what was going on with the slavery situation. Um, they knew that you guys had some of the information. They knew that you guys were, you know, at, right now, though, uh, one of the beliefs is that it has been pushed on to Wesley being their intel for how to get the princess. Because Wesley is the one who reported it. Right. Up. Uh, uh, reading the last part, so it's going to be like, I knew it. Should have contacted him earlier. Um, could I clarify one one part that you just said, though? When sure. when you said uh, about the slavers implying that we were in a a dark place, does that imply that we are in like a sketchy part of town, or is it more like we were in in over our heads in stuff that we shouldn't have been kind of like really a bit of both okay so you guys were in a sketchy part of town finn was seen with the slavers um you know whether it was like being dragged back to the slavers or uh kind of talking to them in the graveyard or was spotted there you know that whole situation kind of painted everyone in a bad light um, on top of being there when the dragon hit, after it killed most of the, the royals and, and stuff in Fertosa, like it's none of it looks good on you guys. Um, and that's how they've painted you. Uh, sorry to interject. I'm, I'm going to start asking questions now. So uh, I may have zoned out when you said explicit. Where is this news coming from? So Zer will actually start calling people over as he sees that people are putting their books away or like on the little carts because they don't like you putting your own books away. Librarians are very much against that. Um, mm. 
having having grown up 11 years in a university library um but anyway um he's gonna start calling people over um first caustic then caster then finn then callisto like short succession and then arwen um and and um he's gonna apologize and be like um arwen i'm afraid this this information doesn't particularly pertain to you as it happened before long before we met okay and she walks off uh, but you're you're welcome to to have your peace with it um, okay and she walks back <laughs> um caustic uh my 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 friend who we had a brief encounter over our our week break um you might remember her maybe not uh, she was quite busy but she brought back some some research from the north i i can only imagine that she obtained it from this carnival that had been happening north of aharaza i i can't be certain but that's not important um it's not actually religious or magical information at all it's actually political information about about Lord Vagrant and how exactly he came back into power. Uh, uh, Callisto, did you have? Sorry, that was Alex having a weird reaction to her camera. Truthfully, it's a bit more than that, and the next couple of paragraphs are what's going to catch your eye. Okay. Because there was such a large attack on Fertosum. And because there is founded evidence of turning some missing uh, royals in Sorlim into slavery, the peace treaty has been broken. And all-out war is on verge. Right now, Sandshade is staying neutral. Um, they do not want to be part in this. Which is fine, because if Sandshade were to take the side of either kingdom right now, it would mean that the other one would pretty much lose. Uh, Sorlim and Fortosum's forces are about equal. The sad part is, is that means that the only thing that can really come of this is death. Um, they're going to probably meet at a stalemate. Um, they are currently in the midst of fighting. Uh, a small couple of platoons have been sent out, but no large number of men. Uh, I think they're scouting. She, she basically says that she thinks they're scouting each other out. Um, sadly, it means that the open lands between Barg, Tansom, Wolf Pass Forest, and Devil's Pass have become the grounds for a large battle. Um, Devil's Pass has been more active. Troops from Sorlim have been having issues with creatures. Um, kind of taking some of their men. Uh, Wolf Pass Forest. All the amount of people who go through this have really angered the troll that lives inside. 
and has been attacking random travelers as well as merchants and cart dealers. Um, so there's more death on that fart. Did I just not fart? Heart. No, we can we keep that in? There's <laughs> more death on that um, fart. I get it. Uh, Cherry Tin's main routes uh, to sell the jib fruit have basically been locked off. Um, nobody can really get to both sides of the kingdoms at this point because if you were basically from Sorlim, you were not welcome in Fertosum and vice versa. It has kind of divided half the continent. And things aren't good. This with this plan. Uh, okay, I, I think to start Uh, but uh, there's a bit of a, a problem here that I see a bit of a development. I don't know how to say it. When we were placed under suspicion by Sir Isaac, that was for the attack on the castle. However, they denied the dragon's existence at that time, did they not? They did. Uh, but in this report, in, in this information you brought, they are now saying they're now acknowledging the dragon's existence. Is that... I don't know if we can use that, but that is something to, to make a note of. Uh, if possibly we could find or obtain or bring about uh, Sir Isaac's official report, R regardless of his execution, there should be a report uh, logged, uh, and, and that should be official documentation. Do you think they'd keep something like that around after they after he's been his passing? It's worth trying. Uh, also, I, I don't know how much of um, a trial I'm expecting. I don't think that it's going to come to that. And if it does, I am all for law and order, but I'm not for uh, a farce or a, a mock trial. Uh, I'll, I'll die on my feet before I die in a jail, if it comes to that. Agreed. Um, there's one important piece of information that wasn't in the scroll that I'm, I'm I don't know if it might have been written in the margins, but is there a scrambling across the scroll to see if there's any mention of the survival of the princess? It doesn't so it doesn't really come much to that. Um, I think right now that information is being held close to Fertosum's chest. Uh, mostly because she would be the last royal of that family, and with the uncertainty of Zalem trying to take control, uh, maybe they fear that she could become a target or um, any of that information. So there's like speculation, but no solid information on her. Okay. So Finn knows the princess. Yes. Um, but maybe that's for later. Um, good catch on the existential inconsistency of the dragon. I, and regardless of his 
haunted state, I think it may still be worth it to message Wesley, to possibly give him a heads up and to ask for his assistance. If he's wanted by the state, then he should probably also seek to uh, right this wrong and to assist us. So that hopefully that's alive. an ally on our side. If he's alive, but uh, Ascending will pretty quickly check that because uh, it'll either be responded to and he's alive or not responded to and he's either in some place that prevents sending, in which case I would assume that's in prison or probably dead, possibly dead rather. I'm not going to put that up into the probably category. So I, I think shooting off a, a sending spell shouldn't be the worst. Um, however, initial reports, yes, they are evenly matched if everything were on a fair playing field, but when you have a world-eating, darkness-wanting entity, perhaps one side is a little more heavily weighed than the other. So, it will be a bloodbath, but Fortosum has the upper hand of Zalem. That's only assuming we know that there are no major players in the side of Sorlem. Have to be some really major players to, to make up for that difference, but that would be interesting if there were a figure of light to meet the darkness. I would love to see that symbolism and that matching and a new ally. Hold on. I mean, I mean I Should think we ally ourselves that... with... Oh, go ahead, Finn. I'm sorry. I think we're that light against the darkness. If anything by the prophecy uh, can say... I drinks further into the corner. I think that may be more Arwen, but we can wield and hold the light as we as any person can. Should we ally ourselves with Sorlum? I don't think it's a good idea to ally ourselves with anyone at this moment. Yeah. <sighs> So, Cossack, I know it's a sore subject, but you are, without your will or consent, associated with Lorbrum. Aye. Which, as we know, and as we don't know the specifics of at this specific moment, kind of flaunts between Sorlem and Fortosan. So we can't be certain of your quote allegiance at this time um when it when it comes to what's on paper um Callisto, you are from the Grangle jungle and although the Grangle jungle is 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 kind of in itself its own entity it is under the dominion of Fertosu. um uh, i don't really care about that. I don't have allegiance. Sorry, uh, just I, 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 I know I'm not I'm not painting anybody with any colors, but I'm just trying to to paint a picture rather. Um, and then Finn, you're from Chariton, which is squarely in Sorlem's territory, and Castor, likewise with 
caustic, um, and some kind of floats between Fortosum and Sorlum. And then there is me, who is squarely not a part of any part. Um, at least none involved as of yet. We're divided right down the middle. Um, I suppose this information might come in handy later, but I suggest that we take what we can with us. Um, I'm not suggesting stealing any books, but... Oh. <laughs> Caustic um, looks like really sh honestly like shocked and concerned when you like are almost implying to like steal from a library, <laughs> but like once um, you clarify, kind of like straight. No, up. but uh, but I I think we should move on with our plan to get to the last remnants and figure out the rest of the mystical side of this puzzle, and leave the political side for when we're in the mountains and we have decided the place to go, whether it is Tansom or Dragon's Rest. Um. um. Uh, just a quick second. Uh, I did just learn that there may be a auto mail uh, uh, person here that maybe can help with. Uh, he holds up his stump. So if we could maybe visit that first. There's also a person in this town who might have more information on vampirism, and the only reason I know is because he has an elven name. He might still be alive. All right. Um, all those are good leads um, to follow up on. How much light do we have left? And we'll look out the window. <laughs> as close as shying away from the light. Yep. Corey? How much daylight do we have left? Oh, sorry. I've been uh, probably about four hours. Um, okay. Um, would you say that, it, I guess, meta-wise, enough time for us to get the information and the a possible order for some auto-mail in um, before the we retire to the end? Information, yes. Auto-mail, we might need to uh, kind of role-play through. Uh, okay. It, it, it's a bit on the side where I question how we're going to do this. You know, when, a, when I become a little bit more powerful, I can grow your hand back for you, Finn. Yeah, it might be better just to wait then, because we don't know how much this could cost and how much time it could take. Besides, I got the mage hand scroll, so I can just use that uh, till, uh, till then. Okay, I was going to actually suggest that we get some camping supplies. Not wilderness camping, but archaeological camping supplies. Um, if we're going to be doing any studying at the Last Remnants, we don't know what kind of dungeons that may hold. He kind of gives a look to Callisto, reminiscing upon their, their journey through the labyrinth, and, um, and, and any kind of... Um, writings that um, Castor or I might be able to decipher. I can try to use augury now, too, to see see what might happen. 
Um, all right. Uh, I I wouldn't mind accompanying Finn to the the crafter's corner, if there is one here. Um, and and look into getting some of those supplies. Um, I suggest somebody accompany Caster. Probably Callisto. I um, actually had been hoping to come with you guys. Uh, I have some things that I probably should buy. I'll, I'll go. I'm interested in the more arcane aspect of the curse and, and working on fixing it from that angle. So anything I can learn there, that'll help. I, I think that fits fine. Um, let's, uh, let's sign out and... Uh, um, Arwen, who, who who would you like to travel with? We won't be far apart. Uh, <clears throat> and she's going to look up from another one of the picture books. What? Uh, I'll go with you. Okay. She's completely lost. Like she, um, <laughs> um okay, Arwen, that, that's that's fine. Um, so it is going to be uh, Zare, Finn, Ka uh, not Casser, Zare, Finn, and Arwen and Callisto who are going to um do some shopping of various generalities and then um. Caster and Caustic, who are looking into the vampiric, not vampiric elf, but the, the elf who knows about vampirism. Okay. The vampiriologist. So, I'll let you guys decide which ones you want to go through first, and we'll go through them one at a time. Rather than me just trying to like jump around, I'm going to let you guys decide the information that you want in order. I was a good little boy, and I wrote down the name of the guy in Dansom, or no, in uh, Sandshade, who has information on the vampires, the elven name. I wrote oh. it down in my notes. It's Codex. So maybe if we go with Caster and um, Caustic first, um, Callisto and Finn and I can get a list of exactly what we would like um, it, while you're doing those scenes, so we're, we're ready for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we want to go with the uh, codec first. Yep. Okay. So first things first, it's going to take you to a really kind of small side of town. Let me uh, let me move the, the map here because I'm working on little something on the side. Um, you're going to be all the way at the top here, in this back little house. And it's going to be weird because it's not just a singular house. As you can see, all those little conglomerate of buildings, it's kind of like an apartment block area where each of these little places have their own homes. And you have to kind of go through one person's yard and around the corner. Well, they're not really yards. It's all dirt, but you know what I mean. And eventually you'll find this, this little shack. And it is labeled as Kodak. Uh, there does seem to be kind of someone, 
almost rummaging, I wouldn't say rummaging, uh, doing something inside. Uh, Castro will give a knock on the door. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Uh, you'll see. Uh, you'll see a little bit of like shadows. Uh, Intimidated by the New Jersey elf that we run into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, surprisingly, the person who answers the door is not going to be an elf. Um, this is a humanoid. I'd say he's probably got a bit of brown hair. It's a little scraggly, unkept. Um, he is uh, uh, not not in the greatest shape. He's a skinny guy. He's got a wand, a um, little bit of a, a kind of five o'clock shadow going on. Look like he's been drinking most of the night. Um, there's a little bit of a portrait of him. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I was looking for Kodak. You found him. What you want? Castor will tilt his head. Uh, I just... I read your name in a book that was published. You'll see Castor. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do questions on that, man. Sorry. Why not? You got... Nah. Because, you know, it's creepy, you know? It's not you come to, me. to my house. I don't know you. You know, you say you read my book, but truthfully, anyone can. You could be a creeper trying to take my toes, yo. I'm a cleric of the grave. That's, something That's that even worse. You're going to put me in the grave, man. That oh, ain't well. cool. It's something that I've been studying. Ye, what you want? What, what can I do? What, well, what you want? It said that you were one of the people who were searching for cures to vampirism. Um, hey, you 70, told you that. The book? Ah, shit, yeah. 75 years ago. But 75 years, a lot can happen. Yeah, yeah, you know, I uh, don't age like most humans, you know? Neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the question? Have you made any progress on that Ah, oh, nah, man, I ain't. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Are you selling yourself short, or have you really not made any progress? I, I kind of gave up that for about, like, a couple years back. I decided I was, like, more into cards, you know? So, you know, now I play down at the local inn, making a few bucks here and there. You know, just, just dealing cards, you know? That is... I don't do none of that research stuff now. Nah. Do you have your old notes? Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> you know perhaps, what? Perhaps an you exchange. wait right here. You let me. You let me check. I, I. I'll be right back. I have an interesting proposition for you, Kodak. <laughs> do you want the books, boy? I do, yeah. but. I just want to make I, sure you're not going to go in there and close the door. And blow how me. about the proposition after the books? And then if the door is shut, then the door would have been shut anyway. Uh, proposition, then I get the books. What you want? I can have you play the most interesting game of cards you've ever played in your life. Well, fur. Like, 
I play a notes. good game of cards. I can no, do that if, if he's going to... <laughs> could you please give us the notes and then we could discuss things further? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll kind of leave the, the door you know, slightly ajar. I, I was going to say, if he goes to shut the door, Caustic will try to like stick a foot in to stop it, but if he's leaving it ajar, Caustic's not doing anything too abrupt. So... Roll me, you know, roll me a perception. Both of us or just Caster? Uh, mostly Caster. I think he's the one closest to the door. Like, I feel like you're both kind of there, but, like, he's right there at the crack doing most of the talking. Uh, yeah. That's a natural one. I didn't do a good job at perceiving. Okay. Uh, Caustic, you are still there. Go ahead and give me a perception with disadvantage. All right. The 12 15. total, then? Yeah. So... You guys are going to wait there for probably a few seconds. And it's going to be a little weird. Uh, There's going to be this really long silence. And then you'll hear shuffling. And then another really long silence. Now... After about two or three minutes, Caustic, you're going to hear a slightly distant sound of footprints back at the main road. And they're strange because they have such a quick pace. Well, I guess I did kind of forget that part of us. Uh, Can I look to see where they are or what is causing them? Uh, So you can definitely peer over. The issue is that it's 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 down the main road. So you'd have to like head out to the main road and then take a look. Uh, stay here, I'll if something happens, I'll shoot you a message. If something doesn't happen for two minutes and you don't hear from me, either send me a sending or come after me this way. And he'll All right. kind of jog off or they'll jog off uh, towards where the footfalls are coming. Okay. So, <laughs> let me let me just kind of get uh, a little bit of a busy market kind of feel here. So, as you're kind of meandering down to kind of check out what's going on, there is going to be a few a few things that's going to kind of happen. You're going to get to the main road. You're going to look around. The streets are a little bit busy, and as you, you look over to the right side there, there is like a torn tapestry. And for a second, it's just like a piece of tapestry. It's, it's nothing. And then you're going to remember having seen that tapestry. As he had had the door open, it was the tapestry covering his back window. And as that clicks, you can look down the street and see him hightailing it. Down the road. Just freaking full-on sprint. Uh, okay, I'm going to send a message back to Caster, uh, tell him the direction that I'm running, pull my spear out, and start running because my spear gives me extra move speed, and I'm just going. Like, right. that's that's me. I'm going to try to get within uh, 90 feet of him is is uh probably my best bet all right 
So um, here's the thing. He is a rogue in his home turf. You guys are nearly even on movement speed and agility. Let's make this fun. Roll me, uh, let me you know what? Let me see your character sheet here. Let's try to make this pretty fair. I can, um, I can do athletics if you want to do something. That would be me running. I imagine this is kind of like the opening sequence to Casino Royale, except I'm James Bond, so I'm like running through the obstacles that he's parkouring over. Yeah. So, all right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do athletics versus his acrobatics. Because he is dodging through buildings, getting up on... Like, he is hardcore parkouring. And, like I said, my goal is not to immediately catch him. I just need to be anywhere from 90 to 60 feet from him, and then I can do something. That's all I'm trying to get. So, yeah, he is not making this easy. Because you're going to get close to him, and you're going to, like, lose line of sight. Yeah, because he's going to dip behind another building. I think I spit my inspiration on something not necessarily useful, but it's fine. I'll push this. Oh, shit. 23 versus... Oh, my God. He rolled a one. So he's going to start out great, right? Like, he's got a head head pace above you. He's going to get through the first couple of buildings... And then he's going to get to, like, this square. He's going to think he's slick. You know, he's going to try to get up on one of these buildings. He's going to try to, to reach the top. And one of the pieces of the foundation, like the the wood that they use inside this, the, like, dirt plaster thing, that's going to break off. And he's going to fall back onto his back and, and just kind of get laid out on the dirt. Um, he's, he's groaning like an old man, like, ah, shit. Ah, fuck. Ah, man. <laughs> My fucking tailbone, man. Cossack's just gonna kind of, like, walk up and, like, put the spear away. Not Isn't gonna even, like, leverage a weapon. Okay. You doing okay? I just legitimately... Look, man, if you hear from Billy, just kill me. I... I don't know nothing about no book. Look, the man showed up to me. I it was some sort of weird magic thing, man. I don't know nothing. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of just. I have ideas and questions, but I'm gonna wait for my friend to get here because he is the one that knows the most. So I'm just gonna kind of like awkwardly stand <laughs> with this guy. Just kind of <laughs> He was awkwardly rubbing his ass the entire time. Cash will make his way over. I can't help, but it won't be pleasant. So, uh, but it looks like you're okay. It doesn't look like anything's too broken. Uh, Caster, situation yes. resolved. Uh, he stepped out for a moment. It looks like he had a little bit of a slip and fall, but we're all okay here, right? Yeah. We cool. Uh, so, we did have uh, a few questions. Uh, Caster, I you don't have the book then? Is it safe to assume that? Nah, man. 
Okay. Look, it, I, I got that information from somebody who ain't me. I I ain't no scholar. I'm just a kid who grew up on the streets. I found an easy way, right? So I'm still making some of the money from the book. Things hey. still selling. So I'm getting like a couple of gold a day. And that pays for my rent. That pays for my food, you know? Oh. And I had this guy just show up one day. Some weird red-eye motherfucker. And you know, he's like, here, just publish this for me. I can't stay long. I got to go. And that was probably like 50 years ago. Oh, okay. I thought, did this Not red-eye 50. person... God damn, 15 years ago. I'm sorry. I get caught up in my own lines. Right. Uh, did this red-eyed person look... Well, 15 years ago, a red-eyed person? Yeah. Like, like I don't know. Blood red or glowing smoke. red? What, what kind of red? Oh, glowing man. That shit looked like it was embers, man. Okay, so, so glowing red. Uh... I can't remember this, but Caster's nodding. Okay, so that is—is is that how the vampirism manifests, or is that more Zalem? He has these weird fangs too. I, okay. I don't know. Okay, so why would a? So you don't know anything then? I I ain't got nothing, man. Oh, I can okay. show you how to cheat at cards. I mean, I got that. Eh, it's I mean, all that's that's statistics. why Billy's been after me for like three weeks. It's it's I statistics still and like thirty gold. I I have nothing else for you, Caster. If he doesn't know anything, do you have anything that you need from him? You owe Billy thirty gold. Yeah, Caster. He killed my cat the other day, man. Caster oh. will feel very sad about that and give him thirty gold. Wait, really? Yeah. You just gonna you just gonna hand it over like that? I don't need it. Even after I ran from you? I'm trying to do good in this world. He's just going to look at you like, what are you playing at here? You sure? You make didn't sure run far to, to make, be make sure you Just make sure you pay him off so he stops harassing you. I I will. And I didn't run far because you got lucky, boy. Oh, I mean, I'm sure that played into it and everything, but the point mm -hmm. is you didn't run far. I... Look, you know. I got a little bit more information. I I didn't think it was too much significance, but the cloak that he was wearing was a bit magically, you know? He showed up on the edge of the street through a portal. I didn't think nothing of it. We got wizards all the time that kind of come and go, you know? It's a big kingdom. I didn't think he was even there to really speak to me. I think he was just looking at someone. Said he didn't have much time. Had to return back home to Tansom. I don't know. Gave me the book. Told me to publish it. Said I could keep whatever came from it. And that's that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I, Jace, cannot remember what the high priest looked like. But Kevin Caustic described the high priest. I believe he was 50, uh, white, graying hair with like a kind of. Uh, is it a chin strap? Is that what it's called? Where it goes like from where it's a cropped or just a short cropped beard, right? That's what the high priest looked like. So the, yeah, the high priest is, uh, it definitely doesn't fit the description this man's giving. 
Okay. Um, the age is wrong. The eye color is wrong. Uh, he doesn't have fangs, or at least none that you could see. I guess. Um, no red eyes. I believe the high priest eyes are like blue or gray-ish. I just thought it could be the evil duplicate that we were theorizing that the high priest might have or his evil version of himself. Um, did Moment ever relay meeting? I have with, fondness uh, for that picture. Uh, no, did Moment okay. uh, so, did Moment ever tell about how he met Kodia? I mean, he did tell them, and there but... was people down there with him. Yeah, it was just uh, Jason. Jace and and Zerus did did uh, he was halfway down there, but he he would have at least told them what he like he looked like and everything too. So. Yeah, because you went into you went into description because at first you thought he was he had a slave. red eyes, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm I remember Kodia having glowing red eyes, but I don't remember if moment described him to Caustic with that description sound the same like could this possibly be Kodia? i'm just trying to narrow eliminate it is any possible okay because if you said yeah. tansom i'm literally like who is in tansom that we know jason and jason yeah yeah the 18 year old alternate universe ripped from kid is uh that's that's our suspect number one it's gonna be all right so, okay, hearing that, uh, well, like I said, I thank you for the information. Um, hopefully you're okay. Uh, I think general tailbone, if that is actually your worry. Do you need any uh, healing? Nah, I'm going to be all right. It's just a bruise. I'm going to sit with for a bit, but that that's okay. Lay, lay on your stomach, perhaps? I I don't know why I'm giving nah, you I don't advice. do that, I'm man. Not. Like that ain't that ain't my thing, you know. I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy. You know what I mean? I I mean I ain't hating on people who like that. Side but hundred percent. Sure, yeah, we we no, gonna go with that. Yeah, no hate for however you. I'm just they're gonna hurt your tailbone if you sit on it. That's not. Gonna oh uh, yeah, it'd it be all right. I got I got like a down feather pillow back home. I, I you know we talking about my tailbone way too much. It's getting a little creepy. Let's. Let's move on, right? Um, the point is, I was trying to help you. Uh, last little thing. Anyway, I, I need nothing I from you. Uh, thank you for what you did give us. Uh, thank you for the exercise. Uh, hey, look, Pastor, are we good? Here's what, what I'm going to do for you, too. You know, uh, if you need any more information, I keep my ear to the ground. You let me know. All right? I got you. Okay. Pastor, uh, will look to, to Caustic. Like, do we need any more information? Caustic will just shrug. I I know you now, so I might send a message to your head. And you can <laughs> send me information back. I, uh... Sure. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is mutual. Uh, we didn't see you. You didn't see us, right? Yeah, done. Like, okay. I, I know you wanted and all, but it ain't my deal. Okay. I ain't after Perfect. that. 
I wanted to, so you know, we got to stick I, together. I figured also dap up with the homie, yo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but have a wonderful day and call sick. Kind of <laughs> yes, wall. sir. I, you too, good citizen. Have a good day. He's going to head on back. Uh, didn't necessarily get what we wanted, but we got something good out of the caustic. What would you say? Uh, yeah, we got a, a lead, I suppose. So, when, hey, we're going back to Tansom anyway, so that'll kind of be. So, I have all the spell components that I need to cast a spell tomorrow. We have to figure out what we want to ask about. To... And we can we can do out of character discussion yeah. as the other people do their scene. I'm sorry, I'm still having an existential crisis over here. What happened? I I have so many theories, but I'm not going to say them out loud because I don't want to meta. But uh, anyway. So I, I want to take a break here real quick for like two or three minutes, right? Because we, we've been at this for about an hour, and I want some intake. Is it feeling like there was a web of all this random but stuff? Is a fucking vampire? I mean, With yes. What? Yes, it is. It does. So it, it does feel like there's a web of stuff that's connecting. I'm sitting here freaking yeah. out about what that means. Yeah, that's why we're trying to kind of connect because there are a whole bunch of like loose strands and like oh, any they're not so loose anymore they're becoming tighter exactly so like whenever you're like hey this guy with magic showed up and is evil sounding there are there's one person that i'm thinking of when it comes to evil from tansom i'm like oh that's rasputin who my theory would just look like the high priest because i we never really got any confirmation on any of that, and then so the web feels like it's coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, are, it, yeah. It, yeah. it's all pointing to Jason. Yeah. Yes. Also, what? on okay. on top of that, every time you mention the word red, I freak out for reasons. Yeah. So I was just sitting there, like, is that is that the guy who did the murder? Is that the murder guy? Well, we know the guy. Oh, we wait, know the murder no. guy. Yeah. We know the murder guy, but what if they're the same person? What if Odia oh. is fucking murder guy there is more information in that scroll that you have um yeah are you saying anything right now chris sorry i have a fancy tap mic but yeah I no i just wasn't i, can't. I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were saying anything because i saw the um i was just moving. i i kind of said nothing i kind of said like I kind of started over my sentence several times, but I was like, um, if if you, Corey, can figure out an appropriate place to shove that info without being like, oh yeah, you remember back at the library. Like, unless it has to be like that. But um, I, I figured you could probably periodically check it because like there's a lot of information. Oh, how about how about while I'm making my shopping list, I see something written on the back of the scroll. Like sure. I'm like I have the scroll out and I'm like making my shopping list. And I'm like, what's that? Well, she wrote a little note. <laughs> yeah, so there maybe you didn't even notice, but there's a whole other side to this large scroll. 
yeah, like a okay. small section in the center once you fold it out. And... Okay. Um, yeah, we can totally do that. If we want to go over to the other three of us who are shopping, I believe most of us have Four. a list. Four? With our window. Okay. Um, so let's go ahead and do a clap sync, get back into it. And then. One, two, three. Ah! Clap sync! Okay. So we're going to take a break from there now that you guys have some basic information. You kind of made a bit of an ally. Let's go over to the people shopping. Um, so you guys are, are kind of in the shopping district, um, which honestly isn't too much farther. It's this large street here with a lot of the blue tapestries. And if you follow the road down, it, it breaks into about three areas, a, a small district square. You got um, the green area over here, which is mostly clothes, food. Um, the red down here, which is equipment, armor, uh, weaponry, uh, your, your average like things so like your torches, your adventuring stuff. And then up here at the, the blue, this, this is the exotic stuff. This is silks, uh, crafting materials, uh, potentially magic items. Um, and, and it's just like a conglomerate of, of a lot of stuff. Hey, um, uh, Finn, you had something very specific in mind. Um, uh, auto mail, but that can wait. Um, well, if it could, that's fine. If it can't, that's also fine. Callisto, you had some supplies as well. Uh, yeah, um, I'm. I'm looking to buy a casket, actually. Right. Okay. Um. Um, I'm, I'm going to make a fair assumption that the bag of holding went with the people who are going shopping. Is that, is that fair to yeah, everybody? So. Sounds fair okay. to me. Um, okay, so, um, I'm gonna not need a portable sure. Hole. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if a casket is although if we have a key we can store the casket in the guild hall. I can also yeah, make the thought. casket walk. Um unfortunately I believe Cossack still has the key. Which isn't totally unfortunate. Um you know I trust them well, better than anyone with the key. But um we might be able to find you a casket that could be delivered to an anonymous address. Wait, 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 I'm sorry, what did you say? To, what did you say, Finn? I can make the casket walk. What? I ha I can make inanimate objects move. Okay. Well that solves the problem of transportation. Um, um you were going to ask me or at least I saw in your studies um, I don't currently to my knowledge have dirt from Aharasa oh oh you read my mind um 
I it just okay. I just happened to peer over your shoulder when you're at that section in the vampiric book. You um, tend to do that, 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 which is fine. Don't worry about it. It's just like, oh, cool. You read my mind. Um, okay, well then, the casket isn't really first priority, I suppose. Because mm -hmm. I need the dirt with the casket. <sighs> let, me, let me take a quick look before I get... I, I, I commit to that. Um... So I have um actually um actually this is perfect um I have I have sand because the last place I blew glass was in a Harazo before we left um, there is also sand everywhere. I, but but it did have to be. Um, I, I get get what you did there. Um, so um, I spoke to, I spoke too soon, Calisto. I actually have this this sand. It's very fine sand, but a very particular type of sand. But it's not like you can't find something similar anywhere in Harpasa. So I think it should count. And he'll just hand you over the, the jar. Like it's a it's like a it's a jar of dirt. <laughs> a jar of dirt. Okay. Uh, Corey, in my studies of vampire stuff, um, would I know if this would be enough dirt? And or sand. For uh, the putting crypt? in a casket. Yeah, the crypt, yeah. Um yeah, so you only need like a little bit of a sprinkling, just like a just like a dusting. Uh, so you should have more than enough. Okay, uh, Callisto will take the jar and just say, "Um, okay, I'll give you the rest back." Are you sure this is fine? Um, yes, actually, I I might be using, unless you need more. Like, take a couple doses if you need. Um, but um. If you don't need more, I might be using it if um, my guild membership is valid here um, to, to make something for our journey. Um, oh, okay. Um, anything else I can help you find? Uh, well, evidently I need a box. Um, so if you could help me find a box. Uh, but, but wait, what are you looking for? Um, like I said, archaeological tools. Um... Maybe some dungeoneering supplies. Uh, anything okay. that can help us be a little bit more comfortable on our trek across the desert, even though we'll probably traveling be traveling by liar. Um, we might need to set up camp in order to study some of the things that are at the last remnants, and that could be hot. Um, All right. Um, so, um, actually, the first thing we might be able to uh, accomplish together. Um, so I go over to, like, the adventuring supplies um, slash, like, common items. And um, the things that I think we'll, we'll be able to find together are the full four tent poles and a canopy and either a whole casket or enough 
a spare wood to make a casket. Oh, I think that would make sense to me. Sorry, my roll 20 just crashed. Give me a second. You're good. Um, so you're, you're looking for a casket, basically. Um, yeah, so a casket or wood for a casket, along with <clears throat> four tent poles and a canopy, which I think fall under the same aisle at Walmart. <laughs> uh, there are... I mean, there's wood everywhere, right? Untreated, non-sealed. Um, a lot of it looks like you can make a casket. You could easily buy the the wood that you need for about 50 gold. There's a couple of wood vendors. Um, however, places like a large kingdom like this also have uh, an obituary, a morgue. Um, usually found kind of where the graveyard is. Um, so if you're looking to, to kind of save some time, you could particularly particularly check there and see if they have any caskets for sale. Um, um, you, you know, I, I, what, what I, I, I saw into the, the, the gravekeepers hut. Now it, they might also be stored in some kind of mausoleum. I don't know, but when I looked inside the hut to, to, to see the gentleman um, about yes. um, Caster's uh, mother. Um, would there have been empty caskets ready hey, for new burials? There would have been probably two, a uh, dark oaken wood one with a sheen finish that's been kind of smoothed out. So it's been kind of buffed. It's got that nice kind of sleek sheen to it. Um, there is another one which is Birchwood, it's got kind of like this this white bark trim around the edges with like this very large reef of flowers with kind of like vines that go down the front of it. Um, and then he had another one on the table that needed work. Uh, but it was mostly finished. Um, Glesto, actually, if my memory serves me right, um, when we were at the graveyard last, um, about... Finn and I had a look inside the 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 gravekeeper's um it looked like a workshop and there happened to be a few caskets already ready made. Um if you and Finn wanted to see how much one of those would cost, it would save us a lot of time, but it also might give you something really nice. I'm not gonna object to that, uh Finn. Do you wanna Help. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, fantastic. Um, ha, um I'm I'm gonna take a rough guess because I have to. Um, I'm gonna give you. Um, sorry, conversion. A uh, hundred gold from the the bag of holding. Um. And just like, um, if you need anything else for proper rest, Callisto, or if you happen to find anything, Finn, not that the graveyard has a souvenir shop. God, what am I saying? Um, uh, just, just bring me back what you don't use, and I'll put it. I'll I'll return it to the the party fund. I don't think I'll need much much more than what's remaining. 
Alright. We'll head um, off to the the grape the grape the grape keeper. Alright. Um oh. as we're walking I do want to do one thing. Yes. Um, I turn to to Finn and say So I'm dead. Obviously. In a manner of speaking, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the eyes, but regardless. I've been dead for a while, and I feel like I need to have some fun. Do you want to con the shit out of this gravekeeper? I should say no. But I want to hear what you have to say first before I give my answer, which would be yes. So, my thought, because this wouldn't get us killed, hopefully. Though, honestly, at this point, I don't even know. Um, my thought was that you could walk in with me and pretend that I'm dead. Like, actually. And then, I, don't, I haven't really thought through the middle bit. But then I jump up and I scare the gravekeeper. Except he knows what I look like. Never mind. Let's just go. I like the idea. Just the execution needed some work. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to do cool con things. Callisto, you turned into a bear. You did. You, you. You're cool. Yeah, but like I'm not good at lying to people. That some would say that's a good thing. I hate lying to people. Okay. Let's go buy a crypt. And a then whole we'll talk crypt. About that. A whole crypt. I thought you just wanted a coffin. It's the same. We're making a crypt out of the. Let's just go. You're the boss. No, no, I am not, but so, okay. Arwen is going to stay with uh, 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 Brain Function. Zer. Okie dokie. Arwen's going to stay with Zer. Uh, you guys are going to probably shop. She's got her eyes on a few uh, maybe pieces of clothing. Um, so she's she's going to attempt to like drag you along with that. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I'll entertain her for as long as I can. Um, um, so, while keeping an eye on her, I'm going to get through the the basics, like the basic adventuring supplies that I know they have to have around here, um, as well as some of the luxury items. So starting with the luxury items, and then I'll work back down into the, um, the blue district and then into the crafters quarter. So uh, I'll need uh, six pillows and okay. um, they don't have to be like super fancy silk pillows, but if they were nice, that would be nice. Um, so you do pillow. have the option between just a regular down pillow pillow and they do have silk pillows filled with sheep's wool. Um, those would cost somewhere around a gold each. Um, I'll take some of those because I imagined they're emblazoned with some like sand shadeite, like embroidery and tassels and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they got some sand shady and kind of feel to them. <laughs> okay, 
Um, I'll get six of those. So that's six GP. Uh, six water skins. Um, uh, those will be about five gold, uh, five silver each. Okay, so that would be uh, three gold. Um, and then um, a set of archaeologist tools. So something that would have like little picks and not screwdrivers but little pokey things oh um, that's gonna be uh, a really refined set of tools um yeah like um not shears but uh, a, a pick um uh, a brushes. Brush. yeah um Something so you're looking at the... a five gold piece set okay Do, would they have two available because i'll i'll buy two so they've got a lower end one and then a finer one. The lower end one is five gold. The finer one is 20, but it has like six sets of brushes, six sets of tools, a small wooden uh, a rubber mallet so that if you're like chipping away at the dirt, it's, it's a little bit softer. Um, it's got so, like that. water solution that you can like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I like that. However, I have to ask sort of like a mechanical question out of character. Mm -hmm. I I don't think um, anybody in the party has proficiency with those such tools. Mm -hmm. um, so would it be better just to go with the lower grade so that we can actually do the thing? Or does the higher grade actually let you add your proficiency? So the higher grade will uh, do a couple of things. So the lower grade is a standard roll. You get your proficiency, and it it like it gives you so much, right? You have a higher rate of success with the 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 newer one. So that it brings the DC down behind the screen. Um, it gives you the same roll plus proficiency. Uh, it also gives you potentially more of a, a chance of getting or saving more than what you could with the, lo with the lower one. So say you're looking at a fossil, right? With the lower grade one, you could potentially get it out. It's a little bit on the rough side. It'll need refining, you know, a couple more checks that need to be done. And that runs off like a sleight of hand. Um, so okay. with the higher one, you can have them coming out pristine, prepped and ready like you you could take them straight from the ground use that kit clean it up and then sell it to a museum okay um would it i know this is this is an idea so i'm so in character i'm kind of comparing comparing the tools of both and which tools like complement each other and then my mechanical question behind that comparison is like would it be beneficial to buy one of each and have one person like doing the rough work and then when they've cleaned off so much, have the person with the really delicate tools and the fine stuff like finish it off, and so we can it, like work together and save a bit it of money. Could be as well. It also works like if you're trying to get something kind of larger out, having two people working on it would take twice as last time. Okay. So like you're also thinking like if you're working on a large wall and there's some like carvings that you need to, so like it'll cut the amount of time in half by having both of them versus just one kit. Um, I'll just say I've been talking to the 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 shopkeeper this whole time and they've been explaining the benefits of having both sets of tools. 
and okay. <laughs> and then um uh I I don't suppose you also have ball bearings, which I imagine are more of a dungeoneering type, but not an archaeological type. So he'll point you down to the red district, um, that mostly deals with uh, the uh, armory, equipment, weapons, shields, uh, yeah, all that. Um, um, okay, um, I'll go down there and I'll I'll say, excuse me, I uh, I'm looking. Yes, let's cut here. Because okay. potentially here within the next couple of seconds, I want to do something that's going to happen in the world as well. So I want to hop over to uh, Alex and Finn. Um, or sorry, not Alex, Callisto and Finn. Um, who, you know, it's not going to take you much time. Probably about the time it's taken to uh, have him communicate with the seller, figure out which one he is and needs and purchase before he moves down south. Probably about the time that he's moving down south to the other cellar is when you guys will reach the uh, the crypt keeper. And, you know, that large, burly man, uh, dark skin, white hair, kind of open the door. Yeah. Uh, hello. I'm sure you remember us. We were here just a couple of hours ago. Yeah. You're actually looking. We're actually looking for a coffin. Oh. My condolences. We got two prepped and prepared today. Do you need a more nature-esque or a more modern sail feel? Kind of turned to Callisto. Um, Callisto will shrug because she does not want to speak in the situation and potentially reveal her fangs. Fair enough. Uh, nature-esque, please. He'll, uh, he'll open the door and he'll kind of lead you guys in and he'll come over to this, uh, kind of white, uh, like lighter wood varnished finishing and, uh, birchwood, uh, bark trim. Uh, again, it's got that reef of different colored flowers with kind of the vines reaching to every edge of the, the top there and he'll he'll kind of he's gonna kind of do that meme where he like slaps it on top he's just like this is uh this will be the best one for you I made it probably about three days ago still hasn't sold uh I can get it to you for 20 gold uh, do I have 20 gold on that person I, I we got 20 gold he get, uh Zara gave us a hundred so that sounds good. Uh, are we able to take it now? Yeah, uh, by all means. If you can carry it, move it, it's yours. All Otherwise, right. I, I mean, I can deliver it. I can also prep a space in the, uh, the graveyard, if you like. No, no, we're, we're going to take it with us. And Finn will, like, with his actual hand, you, it'll see like he's spinning something, but it's not there. He's spinning the flute, and he starts to play it as... He performs the uh, forms of creation, which allows a a non-magical object. Wait, wait, that's not the right one. My bad. Animated performance, that's what it is. There you go. Uh, uh, I can target a large or small non-magical item I can see and animate it. 
so I can make it move, attack, and do all sorts of things. But I'm just going to have it start walking beside, like behind us as we leave. All right. Um... The dancing item stat block. Yeah. I, I have a like a, a preset like if you look under the palm squad it says dance dance weapon that's the dancing item stat block. Ah, all right. Yeah, sorry, I've never heard of that. Um, it, it's the new subclass, so. So it's got thirty foot and thirty foot hover. Uh, do you want this thing to just kind of like hover and like a hoverboard yeah. behind you guys? You know what? I actually, because I was thinking about it, Blisto wanted to play a prank. So I'm like, I'm going to put, like, after I've done played my, the flute, I'm going to put my hand up and slowly make it like, like I'm trying, like making it rise, rise, rise till it starts hovering. And then just like push it. Like I'm like pushing it to go forward. And it's like, if that's everything, we shall, we shall be out of your hair. Yeah. Have a good one, man. Hey, look, right. I seen three people get up from the grave. Trust me. Because, like, he's going to see Callista's face of, like, really? That doesn't face you? And he's gonna be like, I've watched three people get up from the dead, found out they were just heavy sleepers. I've seen it all at this point. Have a Fair good one. Fair enough. <laughs> you too. Callisto will follow Finn out the door. And as soon as she's out the door and the door closes behind them, she's like, it's perfect. It's everything I ever wanted. Oh, my God. This is how people bury people? Not all the time, but, you know, you're a special occasion. I, uh, oh, that, that's very nice of you. But, like, we just put our people under trees and let the trees represent the people. This is fancy. At at Cheriton, we just put them in a in a pine box and put them underground. Oh, that's sad. You celebrate their life more than their death. Oh. Okay, that actually makes sense. I suppose. We have festivals for that. I wish we had known that before you. Nah. Well, now you know for next time. Don't even joke about that. I mean, I, if I can't joke with the only other person who's died, how? What? What am I? What? How am I going to? Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, look at that. We both got out of the grave, except I guess I was never in the grave. Yeah. yeah. Undead buddies. Undead buddies. Well, we also can't forget Caustic. He did die too. Oh shit, that's right. Half a, half of us have died. Huh. We look dangerous live. We do. We should go find Zer to make sure he doesn't die because that would suck. Uh, you know, to be completely if, if honest, if Zer dies, I'm the only one left who hasn't. Technically speaking, you are. But uh, back to character. Um. To be fair, I'd be more worried about Caustic and, and Caster dying than there. He seems to be a little bit like 
Like it, like I've seen that, seen this man take down that undead bull. Like, like he seems like he's he's probably the one we should who won't die. He's probably the most durable. I mean, he can survive a kick to the nuts that hard and still have nuts. I mean, God. Wait, what? What? I'm sorry. What? Don't worry about it. Let's go. I have so many questions. So, I want to take a break from this. Uh, I want to ask a few questions before we before I set up a scene. Um, where is Caustic and uh, uh, Caster headed? That's a good question. I don't know. I think our point is always we had an in room, didn't in. we? Yeah. Okay. So you're not looking to head back with any of the group members yet. We're two by two. No, I think we all said that we were going to meet meet up together at the end. Yeah, I mean, but if what I mean is like you're not heading to the shopping district or no. Then then you know we miss them in the crowd. They get lost. We get lost. It's a whole ordeal. You know? Yeah, and as I'll say, unless meta wise, you would like us to like be there, but I think. We would you know like Caustic and Caster wouldn't think that we'd be like, okay, let's just go back to the inn and wait for them to come back because that was our initial let's, plan at the start of the day. Let's do this. Um, roll me, uh, roll me a perception. Uh, I need that from Caster, I need that from Caustic, I need that from Zer, and I will roll it for uh, Arwen as well. I Ooh, hey, we've been doing okay. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let me uh, see what we got here. We we haven't been doing okay, by the way. In total, my first time. Caustic, we got a 16-4. Caster got a 23. Zareth got a 26. And Arwen got a 17. So, as everybody's kind of meandering back to their places, right... You guys are relatively close together. Uh, uh, Zareth is down in the Red District, um, which is, you know, not too far off from, you know, the end. So as you get kind of a good feel for everything that you need, you guys start heading back north. Uh, the guys who spoke to the gentleman, uh, Kodik, um, are probably heading back. You guys would probably converge because uh, there's there's an offshoot here on this street. There is a square here that runs by another inn, uh, a couple of food carts, and just some general goods. Um, but as you're as you're coming through, you're going to hear a bit of a commotion. Uh, there are a, a child and their mother uh, who are are kind of getting. I, the best scenario is hassled uh, by probably not the most upstanding of guardsmen. Um, it looks as though that the two family members have tried to sell probably not so great bread, you know, probably some lower end uh, ingredients. Like it's still bread, it's edible, but. You know, it's not going to be like that tasty, soft, fluffy, sugary, you know, bread that, that kind of almost is confectionate. You know, it's not that. It is dry, wheat, you know, kind of disgusting bread. And 
The Scarsman has already taken a bite out of it. He's tossed it back at them, and he's kind of like demanding his money back. And it's clear he's doing this on purpose. Like, absolutely clear. Uh, he's almost looking like he's shaking him down. You know, the, the last thing that he's going to say to him is like, you know, with as bad as this bread is, I should probably get more than my return. I'm thinking you guys owe me about a gold rather than a single silver. Uh, Caster, upon seeing this, and knowing they're also wanted and knowing they're dealing with guardsmen, is going to cast a spell. Uh, are there any alleyways nearby? Uh, there are a few. Okay, so at one of the alleyways, he's going to cast Thaumaturgy and manifest it to sound like there are distant screams coming from one of the alleyways of somebody being attacked. Oh, they ignore it. Okay. Um, which only kind of solidifies what you're, you may already have made headcanon about them. They're not even paying attention to that. Whatever is going on here seems to be way more important. Classic will kind of look at Caster and just kind of like lightly shake his head and frown and just kind of do the like, don't worry about it and like pat their pocket kind of thing. So, I mean, is this is this bothering Caster not being able to? Yeah. So what? what... What's, what I'd like to know a little bit of insight. What's what's occurring in Caster's mind right now? Just just a, a quick onset. I mean, Caster's mind, what's going on is, A, he grew up in Tansom where, you know, people helped each other out and always made sure that they had enough together. And this would be a foreign kind of thing, of especially of the guards of the city shaking someone down. And he knew his background from the slums, too, so he, you know, he figures he was poor at, at some point, and he sympathizes with these people who are just trying to sell bread to make their way. Um, and he's been just, for the longest time now, wanting to do good in this world, and they haven't been really getting the chance to do anything that's just purely good, unselfish acts, and everything has been stuff for them if it may be even if it benefits other people it's been actions that are for themselves and so he really wants to do something and caustic might pick up on that caustic might pick up on caster like maybe moving ahead of him a little bit and walk like standing as if he might go do something yeah yeah caustic is like i i don't know how to i guess like visualize this but like kind of, like, letting Caster get, like, a little bit ahead and placing, like, kind of, like, fingers on his arm to stop him. Not, like, gripping, but doing the, like, hold back for, like, one second. Like, not heavily, but, like, seeing that Caster is trying to do something just kind of being, like, just wait. Alright, so let's take a quick section and, and hop over to, to Arwen and, and Zer, because, like, you're going to be on the opposite end of the square, and you're going to hear this. Um, I don't think you'd necessarily see Caster or anybody, but you 
you definitely notice that people, at least for sure, you with a 26 would notice that people have also noted that there's something going on in an alleyway, uh, and these people are just ignoring it straight up. Um, okay. Um, so, so the most obvious thing would be to go and investigate this this guard situation and not the screaming not the screaming because he doesn't hear that and so the focus of everyone else's attention on the spectacle in front of them is what's going to catch his attention um so he's gonna kind of like walk up not like directly behind the guard like to surprise him but he's gonna like walk up alongside him so he can turn and face the guard at a non-threatening distance. I, I can describe it. He might interpret it differently, um, but so that I can I can read his 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 lips. And okay. uh, I'm because this doesn't make any sense to him. Even with his his high perception, the scene in front of him doesn't make any sense. So the obvious thing to do would be to to ask. Um, what's the problem here, officer? Is there anything I can do to help? Ain't nothing you can do. We got gypped by the seller here. Trust me, I'm taking care of it. It doesn't concern you. Keep moving. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, keep moving, but I'm going to go towards the 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 woman and child were probably clearly frightened to bits. Um, oh yeah. So, so, and, um, and so I'm like, uh, I, I kind of repeat the exact same question so that the guard can hear me, but with my back to him and I'm kinda like, hi, uh, is, is there something the matter of the matter here that, that I can be of help with? Are, are you talking to them? Yeah, yeah, talking to the mother. Uh, she's she's just gonna say, you know, she's she's feeble, right? She is weak. They don't look like they've had a lot of food. What little bit they do have, they're selling, which is bread, and they're hoping of getting something a little bit more nutritious with the money that they sell. Um, you know, that's kind of how the world works. Um, she's terrified right now because uh for some reason there seems to be something going on with the guard and them and and she's just she's she's got it's it's so it's weird right she's got this demeanor of i'm terrified i'm scared her eyes are basically saying i need help but at the same time outwardly she's going to tell you don't get involved it's only going to get worse so he'll he'll her he'll turn on a heel, and he'll say, um, "So you got chipped to the guard. Um, what what does what does the lady owe you?" Well, she can owe me one of two things: either the gold that I promised, or her right hand. Caustic is letting go of, like, Caster more and more, like, especially now that Zare is there, but, like, after that, like, hand is off Caster. So, yeah, um, 
Zara's just gonna say, how about you take my right hand instead? It's not and how this works, kid. As that's coming out of his mouth, there's gonna be a fist flying towards it. Gaster sees the fist and he starts preparing a spell of his own. Yes. Um, right, he, he feels the gentle. He feels the mm -hmm. gentle release of Caustic's fingers from his from his sleeve. He starts performing the somatic uh, gestures needed to cast a spell. All right. So here's where we're going to pause for a second. Mm -hmm. Do we want to do a rule of cool scene here? Because where we are going can become pretty bad. Because um, this guy I, has an entourage of at least seven men with him. I mean, it's, it's up to the other players in the scene uh, uh, as well. But I think a rule of cool thing would be appropriate unless it gets like too deep and it starts becoming too hard to manage. Is that fair? I, I think it's going to keep the scene going. It'll introduce something or someone and at the same time keep you guys because uh, I, I know Caustic is worried about being wanted but at the same time wanting to help in some way. Um, so I feel like it facilitates all of that while keeping the heat off of everyone else. Would that be something everybody's interested in? Sure, because um, yeah. just for your information, Caster is getting ready to cast um, Calm Emotions on the group of guards. All right. That's the spell uh, he's readying. So, as you're as you say, why don't you take my fist? Uh, the gentleman is going to be smacked upside the head by a rock or a stone. It's going to come from the rooftop up ahead. Uh, there's going to be, I, I, I guess you can't really call them a gentleman. Uh, they're more of, of like, uh, like an adult at this point. They don't look like they have the greatest of shape. The clothing is ragged, dirty. Uh, the the side pieces here for each shoulder are broken, chipped, mangled. Uh, the sword, well rusted. It doesn't even look like it can come out of the scabbard. Uh, they look like they could use a really good kind of uh, shower. They've got almost half-elven features to them, so like a, a pointed chin, uh, maybe a slight five o'clock shadow going on, some some lightly pointed ears. Their hair looks like they've been magically altered, much like the crystal, uh, like Caustic was planning to do. Uh, it is a green color. Already, already did. Caustic oh, yeah. So, uh, so much like Caustic's hair, their leather working is kind of fraying at the the edges of the the, the work as seams are coming undone. But this guy is going to shove up both his hands, middle fingers, and he's going to say, "Fuck the gods, you guys are just fucking bullies." And then he's going to run, and he's going to try to to dip away on rooftop, and they're going to deem to chase him. Uh, leaving the lady and the child completely in the wake of this. Like, okay, this was dirty bread. Now I've been assaulted. 
someone's dying for this. Um, so him and like the seven people entourage are, are like ducking down. He's going to hit two buildings and then he's going to dip down into an alleyway and they're going to dip around the corner into that alleyway. Caster, you're an alleyway to the right of the one that they went into. No, we have, we have options of what we want to do. We can, we can yeah. take it as we go. I, I want to leave it open to what anybody wants to do. Uh, Zara would like to... Um, he he kind of watches the guy leave with like an open-mouthed smile. Like, wow, badass. And then... Um, He's going to try to, like... Because I, I don't think... I'm going to say that that he isn't aware that, that Cossack or, or Caster are there among the crowd. But he's going to chase after this this fellow in the raggedy leather armor. This fellow in the raggedy leather armor, is he ever at 30 feet away from Caster? Uh, I'd say so, yeah. Alright, so, like, after he throws the rock, does, like, the double middle fingers up, Caster will cast Sanctuary on him. Every creature within range against attack, spell ends. Any creature who targets the worded creature with an attack or harmful spell. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or attack roll. Alright. Um, so. Okay. Uh, what Just is. Just giving him a little bit of safety. Yeah. Hold on. This spell does not protect a warded creature from area of effects such as explosions, fireball, if the warded creature makes an attack. Okay. So, hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. What's going to happen? Um, I, I just want to kind of get a feel for what everyone's doing because I've got Zer. You're running after the guy in the leather. Um, Arwen is right behind you. Uh, we've got Caster throwing off Sanctuary. Uh, what is Caustic doing? Uh, so Caustic will kind of <clears throat> run toward the alley. Uh, Spear's not out yet, but on the way there, uh, they're going to fish five gold out of their pocket and kind of just chuck it. Not like throw it, but kind of like underhand toss it towards the, the bread vendors and then uh, keep going towards the alley. Okay. And then just kind of look to see what is happening before engaging with martial force. You guys are going to uh, kind of come around the alleyway. Practically everybody, uh, I think, at this point. Um, uh, at least Caustic and, and Zer, uh, Arwen. Um as, as you come around the corner, you're going to see this guy have, have kind of dropped from the top roof. And these guards are, are going to kind of swarm him almost immediately. He's going to make a, a punch at the main guard. He's going to hit, smack him across the face. And that's when the, the rest of the seven guys are going to just jump the living fuck out of this guy. Um, they're going to grab him. They're going to throw him to the ground. And they're they're just gonna 
they're, they're kill hole on this guy. Like they are kicking him in the ribs. They're kicking him in the face, the chin. Um, are, are they within sixty feet? Uh, so you guys would probably be just back here. Let me go ahead and move you over to the map that I'm working on. So you guys would be back here somewhere. I do have a real dirty solution to this, if y'all need it. <laughs> I got an idea. Okay, I will say mine is... Well, the sanctuary is resolution. gone. My sanctuary is gone because he punched the dude in the face. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a, a quick hint, thanks to... And thankfully, in that chase scene, I didn't have to expend one of my spell slots like I was expecting. But I now know this spell. So, you know. I mean, together, the two of us could do a lot of damage. I, I also do have, uh, in, if you're worried about that person, I do also have that. So if if we need to go full nuclear, we, we absolutely can. It's gonna go caustic caster guard guard Zareth guard 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 guards guard. <laughs> I think um, it actually goes caster before caustic. It's yeah. All right, but we're in order now. We're good. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so let me grab the ruler. Yeah, that works. Um, I'll move up just a little bit. 10, 15. And I will, in the middle, it's a uh, 20 foot, or er, wait, hold on. Let me, let me see. A uh, 20 foot radius sphere. Yeah, it'll hit everybody. I'm going to cast Calm Emotions. This gentleman's necklace, right here, as a reaction, will glow and cast Counterspell. Oh, damn. It fizzles out, then. So it, it seems to be uh, an enchanted item that may have so many charges that just kind of fizzles that out. You should still have a reaction, and I think it's still a few feet more movement. Um, uh, I... Then I, I guess we're, I guess we're fighting since you can only use one reaction per turn. Uh, I I want to do this, you know, the nice way, but I'm gonna cast a spiritual weapon at level three. At level four. Uh, right next to the guy with the counterspell necklace. 
for a 23 to hit. And I don't know what in the hell the damage is um, for Pretty the higher there. level ca cast. It says 0.49 times 2d8. Yes, it's for every two levels above the spell, you get an extra d8. So if you cast it at level four, you should just be rolling 1d8, which is what it rolls. Nope. You just roll a two on d8. Okay, so I do 15 damage to to that guy. Okay. So this spectral, guy... yeah, spectral longsword with feathers appears. Feathers for the hilt. Okay, uh, I'll work on finding the right... You're fine. You're f I just wanted to describe it for the audience. Alright. Uh, that'll make it Caustic's turn. Alright, Caustic is gonna draw their weapon, move up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet. Whoop, that's 35. Move back a little bit. 40 feet, um, and uh, start kind of swirling their spear around them and sweeping up the loose sand and it's going to start kind of actually mixing in with some ash and I'm going to invoke my Ultra's Ward uh, as a bonus action uh, except I will accidentally click it instead of uh, sending it so uh, I'm going to center it is it okay if I draw Corey on the map? Uh, yeah sure right there um, and then with my I guess I actually I'm going to just use spend my action to just fully get up in their face oh I can't move it um, so I'll still leave it there uh, and just kind of take the ready stance with spear and shield alright uh Actually, can I, can I make a specific note? I'm going to flip my spear around to the back end so I will not be acting with lethal force. Okay. So, going non-lethal. Yes. Oh, don't uh, want to kill these guys quite yet. Caster, are, is, your, is your sword going lethal or non-lethal? Uh, with spells, I don't think you can choose unless you as the DM want to allow me to. I don't think you can choose with spells. Uh, I th I think I read the, the same only thing spell you can choose with is Paladin's Divine Smite, which is it's actually a spell. only with only with melee attacks, so you can't even with a bow. Really? On something you ever day. I I thought you could do it with a bow. I mean, there are certainly like blunt, blunt-tipped arrows that you can get from some source books. I think, but yeah, my my damage has to be lethal. Yeah, I yeah. Google agrees, Chris. You got it. Anyway, but that's that's my turn. All right, uh, guard one. Um, I don't think he's liking this. He's gonna come over here. And he's going to attempt to shove. 
I just say, you know, get the fuck out of here. Um, so that is his athletics versus athletics or acrobatics. Your All choice. Right. DC to beat is 20. Uh, 20. <laughs> oh, let's... All right. Ty uh, goes to you, so... so it's a he's to defender. A, yeah, he's going to give you a soft shove. You're not going to move back, but it's... it's. I mean, you just barely met that, so, like, you're you're staving yourself, but, you know, it, it probably wasn't going to end well if, if, you know, you didn't have such a good footing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go with this guy. He's going to take another kick at this this person. This is just an athletics. That's a 22 to hit. That is five damage. He is going to kick this guy square in the face, and he is going to go unconscious. Uh, Zareth. Hey. Um, let's see what my 45 speed can do. It, it gets you into the corner pocket. Hey, he's unconscious. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to use a key point and step of the wind to take dash as a bonus action. One, two, and then I'm going to use my unarmored, unarmored movement to go five feet up the wall that's three and then across the wall and right here I'm going to choose to make my first attack um, it, well in place of an attack I cast um, got my character sheet on pop out so it keeps disappearing um Brandy's bond on unconscious dude. And then I will come here and then land. And then I will make my second attack and a martial arts attack for two more attacks against uh, this guard right here. Um. Sorry, I apologize. I'm going to get rid of my character sheet so that it will not keep disappearing. There we go. Um, um, so I'm just making sure I'm using the right weapon. Yeah. Cool. How much? Oh, damn. No, a 30 will miss. You're fine. <laughs> uh, first one is a 30, second one is an 18, both hit. Okay, so, um, yep, that is, um, 14 plus 7, so 21, 21 magical bludgeoning damage. He's out. Um, I'm gonna elect that to be, since that's a killing blow, to be not lethal. Alright. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, I think that's it. <laughs> Anything um, else you can do? Um, no, no, that's that's all my actions. Um, I, I have a reaction left, but that's all my actions. Okay. This guy is not taking kindly to that. 
he is going to pull out a magical item. It is this little wooden box with two metal prongs at the tip. And he is going to kind of click on this, this like crystal in the center. And you're going to see electricity come between the two prongs. Oh, yeah. So he is going to attempt to uh, strike at you. 20 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. Um, that is going to be six damage, and there's an effect that comes with that. Let me pull that up. Where the fuck is it? I'm sorry. You're good. They're swarming. Get them. So you you will be paralyzed for one turn. Um, you are incapacitated, can't move or speak. Attack rolls against you have advantage. Any attack rolls that hit you is a critical. Uh, if the attacker is within five feet of you and you automatically fail any strength or dexterity saving throws. Okay. That's so you'll feel like your muscles kind of like restrict for a minute. Um, I can only help you one time, Chris. The, the guard up here is is seeing shit go down. Um, he, he does not have one of those boxes. So he's going to turn to Caustic and, and, and just attempt a regular swing uh, with a longsword, which is a 13, which will probably miss. Well, we'll miss, yeah. Uh, see, guard over here. He's going to pull out <laughs> this really nice, like, crossbow. It's got, like, uh, this, this, like, mother pearl inlay on the side. And he's going to grab an arrow with a crystal on the tip of it. I'm just going to notch that in and shoot one off. Um, that's 20. Six. Uh, so that's going to be a 20 to try to hit Caustic. 20 will hit. Alright. Uh, let's see. D&D crossbow. Sorry. 1d8. Okay. D8. If it's a light crossbow, if it's a heavy, it's a D10. It's a heavy. D10, then. Okay. Plus. That'll deal 12 damage. Uh, the tip is going to... Um, so it's, it's very similar to the glass arrowhead, um, except this one is going to create, like, a stinging kind of nasty reverberating effect into the wound. It doesn't do any effect like uh, like in in game. It's just really, really fucking nasty. So that's why the additive damage. Um, that'll end his turn. And then there's this guy right here. You know what? Let's... let's uh, we're going to keep going after this guy. Um, uh, I will smack him if him. he moves away. He will. Go ahead and smack him. Reaction. I, was say, I don't have too many more reactions anymore. I'm not a fighter, so opportunity attacks is... That's it. Uh, uh, I was looking at my spells. Give me a second. Uh-huh. 
Oh, probably not. Gonna hit. 12. Do you... Is that a spell? No, that's the... That's the oh, name chill of the spike is the name of the spear. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, uh, a 12 will miss, unfortunately. I, I do have Warcaster, though, but I don't have cantrips uh, to cast. So. Uh, let's go. That's a 14. This guy's unconscious. That's going to hit. Uh, come on. Six damage to this guy. He is negative six points. Caster, that makes it your turn. All righty then. Um, I am going to uh cast a spell. Okay. I'm going to cast uh healing word. As I move up in the cost of space, I'm going to cast Healing Word at um, second level only um, on the unconscious man. Okay. Um, it will heal. It will heal him full, uh, full dice worth because he's unconscious, and that's a grave cleric thing. So it will heal him four plus four, so eight plus five. It'll heal him thirteen points. All right. He's at full health. Uh, I will move my sword to this guy and strike him with it because I don't think he's been hit yet. All right. Go ahead and roll. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I got to gotta cast it again. Twenty-eight will hit. Six. So, so 19 damage. 19. Dead. Dead, dead, or unconscious dead? Dead, dead. I can't spare the dying him? No, murdered dead. Like. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's dead, dead. These oh, guys are, are are armed to the tooth, and they're, they're burly, but they are not very... Um, Not very lively, I guess is the proper Oops. word to say. My bad. Risky, risky. <laughs> yeah, we gotta leave sound, guys. Just well, we had too many way. Had too many way, it's fine. I'm gonna mark them with the, the half heart if they're completely dead, and leave them unmarked if they're just unconscious. That's... this is... Legitimately, we already had to leave town and we were already wanted. This is the only reason Caustic is getting involved. Do we have to kill all of them now so there's no witnesses? What? That's we were witnessed by guys. the crowd! We were there was a huge scene we were seeing and we walked by that and we're like, That's oh, true. Well, <laughs> Caustic. We, we've been seen. There is no coming back from this one. This is an honest crime we've committed. Uh, I'm gonna attack <laughs> the one north of me uh, with the butt of my weapon. Yeah, he's already taken some damage. I'm just going to see if I can He's taken a lot. Of, he's taken a lot. Back and, yeah, uh, almost enough to kill him, too. So, see what you first get. attack at him to see what happens. 
25? 25 will hit. Okay, so that's nine total damage. Actually, uh, I don't know if the cold damage would work because it's the butt of the spear, but it would be like six bludgeoning damage, I guess. Okay. He's out. Uh, okay. Now I'm going to... Oh, but all of a sudden I could move the circle. I couldn't move it before, but now when I'm trying to move my character, I can move the circle. Uh, I have to be so bad. I, I'm <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go in and I'm going to uh, kind of turn around and the last guy uh, that just moved to kick the guy, I'm going to smack him uh, from behind, kind of like right in the middle of like the shoulder blades of the spine. And I, I miss. Fired and I missed with an 11. Fired and I missed. All right. So, poof. Does what's-his-name get into the initiative now? The guy who got the shit kicked out of him? Uh, yeah, let me go ahead and roll for him. Um, that is a three. And advice to all of our listeners, if you're going to say one three one two, you got to back that up. Okay. So, uh, guard up here next to him. We're going to take a slug. Um... A seven will miss. That'll end his turn, Zareth. So I, I think I know what I have to do. But just to clarify, I'm I am paralyzed for one round. Yes. Um. So usually that's phrased until the end of my next turn. Yes. So I will I will I will be paralyzed until the end of my next turn. But I will regain my reaction for the fall. Yes. Okay. Can only charm right. I might accidentally kill another couple guards, guys. I can control my damage. Yeah, this guy is. He's coming for caster. Whoa! Whoa! Does that spear have enough reach for you to smack him? Uh. It. No, he, you have to have Spear Master. You have to have, like, a specific feat to increase your... Polar Mastery. Yeah. So, um... He, he was actually the one who just tased me, right? Yes. So, if I may add a little flair to my attack of opportunity, I will appear like I have stunned, and he's like, <laughs> I just tased you. And then he goes and turns around, and just as he turns around, I'm like, what the fuck? No, I tase you back. <laughs> I, I, I kick him in the ass. Not the Nords. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. I got you. Zayr with a critical hit. Um, <laughs> you knocked him out by kicking his ass. That'll you have, you had killed that man. You kicked his ass so hard you knocked him out. Hold on, and that's an illegal blow that I'll declare non-fatal. Alright, so what's going to happen is, is like you'll kick his armor, um, which hasn't probably been placed on properly. It'll kind of create a cataclysmic reaction where his chest piece hits his headpiece, his headpiece kind of clonks the back of his head, and he's going to fall down flat. Alright, so this guy, alright, if, if that's how we're going, this guy is not liking this very much. Um, so we've got, yeah, we're just, we're going to take a step forward about five feet and we're going to go back for caster again. 
Oh no. That's a 25 to hit. Yeah. Wait, which guy's hit? Oh, is he shooting me with a bow? He is shooting you with okay. the... the, the I, I just couldn't see him because of the uh, the turn order on my screen. It was covering him. Well, that's a 1d20. Hold on. Yeah, I was like, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, 1d20 damage, baby. That's <laughs> a lot of damage. Uh, so, seven altogether. Um, after you're, he's shooting this arrow, you're going to notice one thing. He doesn't move his hands. The bowstring comes back, and that same crystal arrow materializes into the bow and arrow. Ooh. Check his proficient in crossbows. Ow! Ow! I said, wait, what does the Eldritch Ward do that I'm standing in? Uh, nothing right now. It, I can do things with it. It's like what my kit is built around. But... Oh. Alright. Uh, I think this guy is going to go for... Mr. Man, uh, random fellow here, 22 to hit. These dudes are really committing to beating yeah. this dude up. Like, That's uh, six damage to this guy. Oh man, he's already half health again. So it's turn to prove himself. Alright, Fidium. Let's see what you got, my man. Uh, that's a natural one. Oh. beaten and bruised, he is going to stand up, he is going to take a breath, he is going to take this long sword that he's got, he is going to swing, and with all the damage that he has taken, the, the nasty bruises, the kicking to the ribs, the, the nice kick to the chin that he got earlier, uh, he is going to whiff, and that'll end his turn. Caster. By the way, this entire time, Arwen is, is like in the background, just like uh, not really knowing where to go or what to do. She's got, she's got like she wants to help, but she doesn't have the sword with her, so she physically can't do anything. Um, I'll, I'll move there. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna. I'm getting up and I'm I'm pulling out my mace <laughs> that I've never used. All right. Ten will um, miss and a six will miss. I'm flanking, but I will use my bonus action to take my sword, move it to that guy, and smack him. Alright. So even with flanking, both of those will still miss. Yeah, I'm not very good. Probably a 13 will miss, too. 13 will miss. Quiff, whiff, whiff. Yep. Caustic. Alright, I have to be so bad. If anybody if anybody go. gets crit, uh just You're my, if anybody get. gets crit, I use my uh, I use my thing. Okay. Makes them um, crit. Here is what I think I'm gonna do. Corey, would you allow me to catch uh the basically both the guards and uh this beat up dude in a cone for burning hands? Can I angle it that way? Um, if you would like, I will absolutely take a step back. Yeah, feel free to take a step back, and then I'd say yeah. All right, let him let him have at me because I'm gonna step back and kind of ready my hand to cast burning hands in that area. All right. Let's see how how bad this will be. That's so a twenty-one to hit, hit and a and ten. A ten will miss. <laughs> How do these guys hurt me? Let's see. 
uh, so let's see, one eight plus three. So they're using long swords against you. Uh, so that'll be seven points of damage to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at that person as like the fire starts in my hand and just say, you'll be okay. And then cast, uh, wait, let me, let me double check my kit before I absolutely roast this dude to hell. Make sure I don't need to activate this ability. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. They're, they're... Chris, help me! Where is this yeah, on my... I'm here. Oh, there it is. It's it's there. Okay, it's just an automatic like passive ability. So, um, I'm going to need them to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, the two oh. guards. And I guess he can. Um, I will... Metal-wise, he will be healed. That is what I'm doing right now. 17 and a 17. Two 17s. Bummer. Um... Oh, well, I guess the way that this works, it is technically at the level. So I don't have a purchase. And uh, he is going to fail with a nine. I'm sure. Uh, so 20 fire damage, so 10 to each of those guards, and he will heal 20 uh, points of damage. As the fire kind of, like, almost warps around him like a like a rock in a stream and the ash just kind of singes all his wounds closed. These guys are outright dead. And I mean dead. Charcoal, dead. Um, murder, dead. And uh, I would assume that this guy is also caught in that cone. Uh, I guess he technically... I, oh, God. Yeah, he would be. I could angle it up. He is but murder, I dead. Uh, it would be... Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it would be all all those guys. Whoops! We left two alive! Murder dead. Um... Okay. That's, that's uh, it for see. my actions. <laughs> uh, so it'll be Zareth. There's one guy alive, right? Yeah. Um, or conscious, or alive. Um, I'm 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 feeling pretty confident, so I'm going to move around. Sorry, to the other. I can't move my character sheet in a way that I can. There I. If you double-click the top, you can minimize it. Sorry, yeah, my character sheet's been a very big pest today. I'm going to move here and here in a straight line, and I'm going to attempt to... Um, I'm going to attempt to uh, grapple him. Um, so I'm going to make my action as an athletics check. He will do athletics as well with a nat 20. That's a natty. Okay. Um, I will. So he'll like 
rip my arm off him, off of him, and um, like probably ready his weapon um, to to strike me back after I just grabbed a town guard. Um, but um, I think I'm just gonna stand there and just like point behind him. Not expecting him to look, because then I'd like pull a fast one. But I'm just gonna kind of point at his dead comrades. On his turn, he is going to pull up the hilt of this bow. There is a crystal on the end of it. He is going to speak into it. We have issues. People attacking guards. Third square. Fourth corridor. Alleyway two. And then he's going to turn around and he's going to smack and crash the crystal. And then he's going to break this thing over his, his, his leg. Toss it to the ground. And he's just going to stand there. You've been made. Go ahead. Kill me too. Why would we want to do that? We're not like you. Says the person who's already killed four people. I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> like, you're pointing? He's just gonna look to where you're pointing, like, the four dead, burning corpses. There's, on the yeah, ground. there's three, like, charred corpses, and one guy that's, like, cut in half, basically. Like, uh, he's bludgeoned. It's <laughs> No, no. Like, Sarah didn't actually kill anybody. The one the one of the guys that he hit is still alive. So, semantics um, I don't think are the issue. I think leaving is the issue now. Being no. made or not, we need to go. Yeah, because I, I will say this. Uh, you guys will hear uh, town bells go off. Um, the warning bells. The signals. Uh, the thing that signals that people are in trouble. I'll make a motion to the the stranger to uh, come with us, or, or no, I'll I'll make a motion to him and then to Caustic to follow because I want to go out the way Arwen is. Um, I don't want to leave Arwen in the tail of uh, in the tail of this. Um, so I'll we'll go back the way we came, basically. Do I, I have a quick question while Sarah's doing that. Can I just knock this guy out? Can I just like run up and just smack him so he doesn't see which way we went? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead, make an attack. Okay. All right. I because I'm I'm gonna do that because at the very least, I'll help. Cut off that lead. You know, like we've already been made, but let's at least not give him more info. Uh, 22 for 8. That hits. And then, a, oh, a natural 1 for nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. 8, 9, 10, 11. He's out. Okay. Is this uh, non-lethal? Yeah, that, that one's non-lethal. I'm not... Okay. I, I got caught up and was worried about that guy dropping again, so I just went fast. Uh, and then, I'll, yes, I will... I'll spare the dying on the, the three ones that are still alive, so they don't have to make that save and go possibly die. Alright. So... Yep. We're, we're making our way, right? This this new guy's just following you. Um, feel free to shoo him away if you want. Uh, oh. But 
No, you want to help. I want to spend one more action um, to cast. Let me make sure it is one action and I'm not going to spend like 10 minutes. Yes, to put a giant, use skylight to put a giant pomegranate into the sky. And then just like, <laughs> like I'm just going and I'm praying that Finn and Callisto just understand that like alarm bells are ringing and there's a pomegranate in the sky and can connect to the two dots. Roll me a uh, performance here. Let's let's do some little cool with this shit. Hey, guess what? Caustic is really proficient in since reforging their soul. Twenty-one. That's a twenty-one. Nice. So you are going to shoot up this like little ball of fire that kind of like swirls up, and then it's going to like explode like a firework. And just get like the pomegranate with like a little seed on the side, and it'll just kind of crackle. <laughs> Can I say something? Sure. <laughs> I want I want you to know, like the bells are ringing, and like Finn stops, and he looks at Glisto, and he's looking at the sky, and he's like, "Please, please don't let there be a pomegranate. Please and don't let there be." <laughs> as you see the pomegranate in your head, you're gonna hear, "We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go." For 25 words worth of, we gotta go. And he's gonna sigh and just grab Glisto and be like, "We gotta go." <laughs> so, are we meeting back at the end? Like, where are we just in like the closest just, alley? Like, that is where I'm going. Is towards the end because that's our relay point. But if I see them at any point, we are just like grabbing and like port keying out of here. Like okay. everyone just touch hands and we are just teleporting. Like, so you, uh, you guys will probably meet uh, not at the end, but like the street just before the end. Uh, so you'll meet probably about here. Clearly okay. there's an alleyway. Uh, you can duck behind those two buildings. Um, and you know, the, the one guy, the gentleman who's been with you guys up until you started running, he's just kind of like watching the entryway. Uh, so you, you guys have an option, right? You can port away without him. Or you can try to get his attention to come probably about five feet closer and teleport him with you guys. Uh, I'll, I'll yell at him because I, I think stealth is out the window at this point. Do you want to leave? It's going to be a while till we come back. Yeah, he'll step up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to grab his shoulder and kind of I don't know the, like, full ritual of this. I'm assuming we all kind of, like, hands on shoulders, full contact, teleport away. Yeah, so the the only thing that you have to or, or is required to do for this is that it requires you to state the name of where you're going. You can do that mentally or you can do that physically. Okay. I look at... So, were you, so sorry, we're, we're using the wire to... To, to teleport out of here. I don't see a better way. Yeah, we got a dip. Where, where <laughs> gotta, are we going? Uh, that's what I was about to say. I'm going to look at... This is like panicking. Like, we, haven't, we haven't missed doing anything. Anything? We, okay. It, it's too late. I don't know what's going on, but we got to go. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out from here. Uh, remnants? Or do we want civilization? I think we need think a way we'll, Remnants. Yeah. Remnants. No. <laughs> remnants. 
<laughs> I'll say the remnants and da, 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 da. That's actually not the right core. <laughs> remnants it is. One second, we get Just that. Just play the Legend of Zelda like teleportation song. By the way, just so you all know, Caster looks incredibly shook because he killed his first person. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, first no. human. I guess, like, person, person. Yeah. I also don't think Caster's ever landed a killing blow before. At the bull. Maybe, yeah, with the oh, spell, yeah, yeah. sure, but those are monsters. That is because all the bandits either killed themselves or were killed by other people. Uh, so, uh, you guys are going to port out. You are going to, uh, for the most part, uh, get out pretty much quickly, uh, scot free. A few, a few minutes at most, and and you guys are out of this town. Uh, the teleportation will occur much like the last time. Uh, you guys will be surrounded by a brightened light. Uh, it will eventually subside. You'll find yourself in the desert, and amongst you are. Stone pillars. Uh, I want you to think um, sandstone versions of Stonehenge, except this goes for probably about a mile in every direction. And this this breeze kind of passes through a really nasty heat. Um, the sun blaring down uh, at, at probably about 115 degrees Fahrenheit. It is burning. The sand is moving. Um, it is blistering winds. I would like to say that Finn turns around and looks at all of you. And will politely say, what the hell is going on? What happened to being quiet? Uh, things escalated very quickly, but, um, I, we're all okay. We have everything that we need. And I, situation is kind of resolved. I accidentally killed someone. And I semi-accidentally, somewhat purposefully, killed two people. Um, guards, mind you. Uh, so that'll be added to our roster. Uh, guards! I guess, guards. So I guess the, they know The gentleman with you guys will say, don't put too much stock into that. And I know that sounds bad. But three days ago, they killed six adventurers just coming into town. They weren't great people. Oh, I mean, I, I saw that. You have to kind of put some distance between you and killing, or else every death blow lays a weight on your soul. I'll remember them, but I may not want them. I don't Caster care if they looks like great that. people. 
Yeah, Cass looks like that weight is holding him down. Uh, we did blow our cover, though, so they do know that we're at least in sunshade. They don't know where we're going, thankfully, because we don't really need signs uh, of that. Um, where are we, by the way? The last remnants. And I'll kind of do like a sweeping, like almost like veil white. That's like a hundred miles away. Don't, well, honestly, we'll explain. We, we have the ability to travel long distances relatively quickly, but we plan to go here anyway, so we'll be here for a while. Um, Zer, friend, uh, yes. is there anywhere indoors here, or is everything, is there anything underground, or is everything outside? Actually, I have indoors in my pocket, and he'll, he'll, he'll grab the bag of holding, and he'll just pull out this giant, like, tent that just keep, keeps keeps going, and then he'll pull out, like, a stick, like Mary Poppin-wise, and another stick, and um, he, like, kicks some rocks towards Cossack and says, um... We just have to improvise a little. That's fine. Just, uh... As long as it keeps the sun off and some wind out. And... Um, that reminds me. I actually have my own water skin before I bought them, but... Uh, so, the, there is one for you, and I haven't caught your name before he addresses the, the newcomer. Um, Fidium Tate. You can just call me Fid. Fid, um, you're going to need lots and lots of this. And he hands them a water skin, and he hands everybody else a water skin. Um, so you can all add those to your your inventory. They are full. Um, in addition to any water skins you already have, because you'll probably need them. I, I can create create water as well. Yeah, I, I have a I have a water skin. So. I'll still take one. You know, two yeah. bottles of water is just as good. And, um, I guess Koss and I, and anyone else who wishes to try to help, will, um, go about setting up the tent with the biggest area, with all the, the rocks littered around, the sandstone bits, um, as well as, um, perhaps some, like, pitons... Caster will help, and he's also yeah. got some sealed waterproof canvas. Canvas. Uh, Finn, for what it is worth, I'm sorry about the, the mess. It's a little bit hypocritical to talk about being careful and then cause a situation like that. So I'm sorry to you. It's just adding more fuel to the fire that they've already built on us. I see. I. Sorry, I kind I, of I, see that as a benefit. Oh, sorry, Zero. Actually, I was going to say the same thing. Um, our guild has clout with the with the artisans' guild, which entitles us to legal representation wherever we are in Incendium. Now that can help us in Sandshade, and it can help us in Fortosa. Um, I paid my dues. I'm up to date. Um, the 
the art, I was going to suggest we go to the artisans' guild in the in the merchant quarter, but um, I guess it is best to hurry our quest along. Uh, I was saying it's not not necessarily as a benefit, but if they see us as criminals, then these people, as Fib said, are not great. And while I don't think that they needed to die, they just need to learn some sort of lesson, and hopefully they've learned it. I didn't mean it. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna kind of look and, like, think back. Uh, Caster, per perhaps? I know morphing will take your mind off of it, but you need to relax, you need to sit, get some shade as much as you can get some water to relax. Uh, this is... Zer, uh, he's in shock, I think. Do you know of any other things other than rest and water to, to help that off? Only the truth. Um, but, um, Caster, if I can be cruel for a moment... There is a full-on war being raged in the North, in our names. There are hundreds of soldiers dying, in our names. We can't change that. Whether it, it is true, or, or, or whether it is, is half true, or, or whether it's not true at all, whether we meant it or whether we didn't mean it, there are people dying because of us. And we have to live with that. And continue on. So we can fix... You know who's... Dark... Things. Caster will take a sip of his water but it's blatantly obvious for the first time that Zareth's words didn't help him in the situation. And he'll just go to silently helping set up the tent. Caster, if, if I need to, I will order you. You need to sit down, to rest, eat water. Shock is a serious thing. It's something to be taken care of to be noticed. Please sit, rest, drink. He'll begrudgingly listen. Thank you. Look, I, I know it does suck to kill people. I, I wasn't planning on killing anyone, if anything. I was planning to die myself today, but we also saved two lives. Two plans ruined! You're absolutely on a streak. So, I probably, yes, also Finn, if it helps, the, the guards were harassing poor people, um, and also I did give them some gold for the ruckus, so hopefully that helps them a little bit. Um, um, Finn, Finn walked away right as soon as like Gaster started talking. Uh oh. Possible <laughs> kind of look, having not noticed and been focused on Caster. 
fiddle fiddle kind of speak up just kind of adding to that it's like yeah plans were ruined but I mean that woman wouldn't have gotten any medical attention her wound would have become infected she'd have died leaving her daughter on the street that child would have starved without what you guys did they'd probably both be dead in less than two weeks I'm not saying what we did was 100% right, but some good came out of it. Oh, you're you're preaching, well, mostly to the choir, uh, kind of caustic motions at themselves and his air, and to be honest, uh, the shock, you cannot rationalize your way out of shock, you have to let it, you have to, you know, kind of process it to come down and make sure that you're okay and that you're seen to. He's not pale, his blood flow is still normal, it doesn't look like he's dizzy or anything. I don't know much about medicine. Good lord, do I know about John Cap. From where I come from, that's a big thing. Uh, but uh, we need to set up camp uh, here, make sure we're all okay. Um, I'll be right back. And I kind of look at Zare and then kind of like motion at Finn and just walk towards Finn. Finn. I think. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. If we we can do a scene. Well, actually, it's not even that. I think that we need to save the scene for next game. Yeah, We're that's at what I was One thirty. It's pretty late. Uh, I think this is a perfect place for us to end for the day. Kind of take all this in and hop into it next game. Woo. Sounds good. Sounds very good, man. Hell yeah, right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm -hmm.